And welcome back to the Star Tribune's Talk and Preps podcast. I'm David Levake. Pleased to be joined today by the head coach of the Holy Angel Stars volleyball team, Mr. Tom Emanuel. Good morning, sir. Good morning, David. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. We are recording this on Thursday, the 29th in the morning. And as we stand right now, your Holy Angel Stars are a perfect 13-0. and 0. I'll pause a second while you knock on wood. Thank you. I, I'll, I'll do that every single day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you're off to a great start. And I'd like to kind of unpack what's gone into this and um, what, you know, what, and what does it say? Cause I'm, I'm can't be the only person that noticed. I know my colleague Ron Hagstrom had uh, something about the team and a bit of a write-up earlier this week. When you're talking to friends or, or coaching peers, people have to notice what, what sort of things are you hearing from folks about the great start that this team is off to? Yeah, and and that's that's been kind of the the awkward, you know, the awkward conversations because I I don't think you know, and myself included, you know, not not many people saw it happen or saw it coming really, and you know, for you know, losing you know six or excuse me, eight eight seniors last year that actually were in the rotation, and then uh, three really we had as I started to look through things. Um, at the end of last season, it was like, we only have three girls that have any significant playing time at the varsity level. And so, you know, at, at Holy Angels, I never, never talk about rebuilding. You always look at every, every season's their own season. And, you know, my, my job is to try to, you know, steer it in the right direction. And my big message to the girls last fall was um, there's a lot of spots open. Um, I believe in the competition for spots and there's, there's uh, a lot of availability. So just go out and get better. And um, this past summer during our workouts, I was like, wow, um, this player got better. This player got better. This player got better. And then when we started putting things together, it was like, we're going to be pretty good. Um, Mm. Still not sure how good we are, but, um, but we're pretty good. How's that? (laughs) Hey, the 13 and 0 speaks for itself, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I was talking this morning, actually, to a couple of soccer coaches who are riding undefeated records through the season thus far. One of them was Scott Zachman at Blaine, and I asked him about his approach as a coach to this, and he said, well, you know, he said, you're going to hate this because it's cliche, but we really just try to take the game that's in front of us, and we don't try to look beyond. And he said, but I did say to the other two of them the other day, I think he said he was nine zero and one at that point. He said, uh, "As at practice, he says, uh, ladies uh, were nine zero and one." And I just wanted to, pay, you know, call that out and tell you how proud I am of you. And how have you approached talking about this or not with your players? No, and I, I think that's that's it's a great point from him too. And, and and I'm I'm in the same boat. I mean, we're embracing it. I mean, it's it's not an elephant in the room. I mean, it is what it is. And you know, it, the more you win, the the more you get put on the radar and there's no point trying to, trying to avoid it. And, and so, you know, me being, you know, kind of a teacher, um, you know, coach slash teacher, you know, teacher slash coach, just trying to remind the girls that, you know, we, you have, we have to work hard. We have to get better. We have to still build uh, strong habits. We still have to, you know, have attention to detail. And um, just that reminder that, um, we're, 
we're gonna we, we need to get pushed around a little bit and and we have to whether it's practice whether it's in games you know we got pushed around a little bit this week too and and then to see how we respond because you know the that that tournament season is you know it's a different animal and uh um it's just trying to prepare them for the long haul um but you know I'm, I'm really happy for the girls they they are they they know they're they're smart kids and uh and and we're not we're not gonna you know you know deny that we know where we're at but we also know that we have to get better sure well tell me about some of the players that are making the difference and it could be somebody that might have tremendous numbers and kills or digs or it might be somebody that's doing less appreciated uh making less appreciated contributions to to the season thus far yeah for sure you know the 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 position that steps or jumps out to me the the most is our our middles um our middles have, they each have just cool stories um, as far as how they got to be a varsity volleyball player. Uh, one of them, um, her name is Brooke Wisdom. Um, she's a junior this year and um, she barely made the ninth grade team um, huh. two, two years ago. Um, she, re, you know, I joke with her, she retired from gymnastics uh, in ninth grade and decided to try <laughs> volleyball. And we kept her around because she's just she's she's tiny and athletic, and you know, um, tiny is not what you want in the middle. And she just, you know, she she kind of dedicated herself to to the sport, you know, played in the off season, and every single summer when we saw her, she just got better and better and better. And um, so we've been really happy with her. And then another cool story is our um, our other middle. Her name is Claire Loger. She is a 10th grader. She never played volleyball until uh, she came to Holy Angels for tryouts in ninth grade. She decided she'd try it. She was a dancer. Now, the funny part about that is she's 6'2". And a 6'2 dancer is like, okay. And we just kind of, you know, you could be good at this sport if you want to be. And she's really embraced it, too. And, um, you know, we've we've given them little roles to start the season and we're really trying to, you know, expand their roles as the season goes along. And um, we've been really happy with with those two in particular. Um, you know, the middle position in volleyball is <clears throat> just it's crucial, um, whether it's, you know, being an offensive threat or being a, you know, just being a defensive player. And so they've done a great job of, um, of just taking what we've asked them to do. And, and, you know, we're, we're working on expanding them a little bit too. So. So Claire's six two. You said Brooke was tiny. What, what is Brooke? Brooke's Brooke's about five, eight, but she jumps out of the gym. It's, it's crazy. She is, I, I don't, I, I, I believe she was the class a triple jump winner last year in the state tournament. Yeah. And so she's just a, you know, kind of an athletic freak, but when you look at her, she's, she's skin and bones and she's just <laughs> athletic. <laughs> sure. Hey, it's getting, it's getting the job done by the sound. Exactly. That's, right. That's the main thing. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the the little things uh, that you talked about. What how, has it been tough to, to convince the girls or to remind them? Yeah, fine. We're, we're getting great results in matches. You know, because you have not only have you not lost a game, you haven't lost a set yet, which is insane. Um, so, you know, it'd be easy for high school kids to maybe think that they're it's going a little better than, than maybe a coach would see it. And how how are they? You said they're aware of where they are as far as being undefeated. Are they also are they also aware of the little things? Are they also aware of building toward the bigger goals that you have for the year? 
Yeah, it, they, they, they are. And I, I give them a lot of credit, you know, and I'm, that, that's kind of my job. I think as the coaches, you know, we were really putting in the details at practice and, um, and my coaching staff, we're, we're just not letting them, you know, good enough's not good enough for us. So we're, we just continue, Hey, you know, you didn't, you, you didn't, you need to do this and you need to do that. Or, Hey, what were you thinking here? What was your plan there? And, you know, and so we're kind of working with them to, you know, get an understanding of what we would like them to do. And, and, um, and I think it's working. And, and again, just knowing that um, we, we've, we've just got to keep growing. And, and that's been my, it's been kind of my message to myself all season is Tom, you got to be patient. And because, because of the lack of experience and the, and the youth, um, but we have to grow, we have to continue to grow them too um, as, as players and as a team. And it's, it seems to be working. And um, when we, one thing is we are a very competitive team. So when we do get challenged, whether it's in a match or whether it's in practice, you know, the girls are seeming to rise to the occasion, which is, which is a good sign, you know, and so we're really trying to, you know, put pressure on them and put them in situations in practice just to see how they're going to respond. And, uh, you know, it just, it's just all those little things because that that's what it comes down to when, you know, when you're playing, you know, at a high level and, and, you know, we all know the volleyball in Minnesota is at a, it's, it's, it's a high level and, and you, you have to, you have to be, you have to take care of the details. And that's what we just keep reminding the girls to do. Full disclosure. I have a neighbor who's got a granddaughter that plays on the team. Uh, that's not why we're talking. Okay. We're talking because, because you're 13 and 0 and, and, you know, you take notice of things like that. But he said that uh, he said, I think it was a recent, might've been dealing with Sal earlier this week. He said they were down 21, 17. Uh, Holy angels was down 21, 17 at some point in one of the sets. And generally you think, you know, that's pretty much, it's a done deal because you only go to 25 and right. now they, you know, you have to get eight, they have to only get four, but you come back and win the set. Do you remember the set and the match we're talking about? Because I, I just wanted to kind of unpack that because it seems to be an example of, them getting pushed and then their their ability to push back. Yeah, and and it, yeah, it actually got to twenty three seventeen, um, and I remember calling a timeout, and you know just kind of said, you know, my first came first thing that came out of my mouth was, "This is good for us," and and I said, so now you know how how are we going to get how are we going to climb back in, you know, and you know we we have to be perfect. We, we have to do our jobs. Everybody has to do their job on the court and we have to be clean. We have to execute. We have to, you know, I, I have a little slogan that I use with the girls, you know, we have to get gritty and not play pretty. And um, <laughs> when, when we, when we play pretty, that's that cool factor. And I, we're not very good when we play pretty. It's like, we got it. We got to dig in and get gritty. And uh, it, it was just, you know, we were, we were, you know, sitting on our heels a little bit and we just, you know, we started to put pressure on them and, and then we ran out of uh, subs. So now we have, you know, so when you get 18 subs so now we're out of subs and we get to 23, 23 and our right side who we usually sub out is now serving and playing back row. We have an outside who's our back row player. She's like five, four in the front row. And we, it was just so good for us and just, it, it was fun for me to coach and it was fun for girls to just respond the way they did. And there wasn't any, 
you know, fear of, oh my gosh, we we're, we're going to lose this set. It was just, let's just, you know, let's go compete and let's, let's just do our jobs. And so that was a really good, you know, note and message for us, you know, getting down the way we did was a little frustrating, but again, at the same time, it was, it was good for us because we, we need, we need that at this time of the season. And this was against the USL? It was against De La Salle, the arch rival, and you know they were they they were playing like they had nothing to lose, and 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 that's what we're getting right now too. Where people are just going for it, and you know, and I would too. And they've got the you know we've got that you know proverbial target on our back, which you know we we can't you know run away from either. And and so it's it was really good for us to respond that way because they they did they pushed us and they just played. Um, they, they, they played their game and they played like they had nothing to lose. And, and we responded really well. And it was which set? That was the third set. Oh, so you closed it out. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. All right. yeah. We were also behind in the second set a little bit earlier, but we were able to get, you know, get back into it earlier in the middle of the set to, to kind of extend. But um, yeah, we, we made plays when we need to, but yeah, they, they really did push us a little bit. Now, whatever sport we're talking about, boys, girls, whatever, uh, volleyball, hockey, there, there's, I don't know how many times over my career I've talked to coaches or, or, or players or athletes in those different sports where they're at the state tournament now, and then you have them reflect on the season and what got them there. And generally speaking, they all point to an important loss. And it was one that certainly nobody ever wants to lose, but it was a loss that helped them refocus, take pressure off, whatever the case may be, but they wouldn't be at state without that loss. You haven't had that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and I hope it, I, I don't say I hope it happens, but I think, um, you know, that teachable moment hopefully is, is, is coming more and more. Um, and, and that, you know, our schedule is going to get tougher. You know, we, we have, we have a tournament this weekend where we have, we, we were playing five, five matches in one day, which is a lot. And we're going to, you know, we're, we're not used to, I mean, that that's minimum 10 sets, you know, could be 15 sets. I mean, we've never played more than three. Um, so that, that will be a good, a good teachable moment for us too. And just to see how we're going to respond, but. Um, Who's tournament? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's Chisago Lakes. Okay. So we're going a little north, you know, get out of the city a little bit. And, um, you know, they, there was a couple teams in that tournament that were in the state tournament last year. There's a couple, you know, up and coming teams. So I, I think it's going to be a good tournament for us. And we're going to need our whole roster. And we kind of talked to the girls about that. You know, we have 14 on our roster. And it's like everybody's going everybody's to come locked in and ready con- to contribute. And, uh, you know, and we're getting to that point, too, is, you know, the girls know they're, they're kind of competing for, for, you know, we want to, we want to put our best lineup uh, on the floor when we get to sections. And this is, these are opportunities for girls to see who can handle the pressure, see who is, you know, taking care of the details. And, you know, and I think these are, they're, they're important matches and, and uh, we're looking forward to it. And then, and when we get after that tournament, then we, we have the Benilde tournament and, we're going to play new Prague. We're going to play Southwest Christian. You know, we're going to play some good teams that um, are going to be good for us and we'll see how we respond. And, you know, you never hope that you're going to lose, but you're, you know, you're hoping that we're growing continually. And and that's what we're, that's, that's kind of what we're focusing on just growing and learning. And we have a smart team and uh, 
they're very receptive to being coached and that's what we're, we're, we're happy about with them for sure right now. You've been a head coach at Holy Angels since 2010. You picked up career victory number 200, <clears throat> excuse me, last season. Yeah. And you brought the teams, you brought your teams rather to the state tournaments in 2016 and 17. So yeah. you know what a state tournament team yep. looks like and what the necessary components look like. How is this team shaping up as far as those component parts? What Are you liking what you're seeing as it pertains to what it takes to get back to a state tournament? I do. I, I think the biggest thing, you know, we, we have really good balance and we're, we're really, you know, focusing on our balance. We, we have a, you know, we have a go-to player. I think everybody knows it's, it's Kira O'Rourke. She's, she's a six rotation, you know, uh, you know, she's an all state nominee and, and uh, she's a junior and, you know, she's, she's our go-to, um, but everybody else in the state knows she's our go-to. And so we're really focusing on the balance um, and, and really focusing on our defense, you know, the, the speed of the speed of uh, a team's offenses. And, and um, we're, so we, yeah, I, I, I see a lot of similarities and, you know, this team is, a, is very, they're a very tight knit group. Um, even, even, you know, with our two seniors, you know, they, they, none of these girls have experienced the state tournament and, you know, only a couple of our coaches have and, we just keep telling, you know, we're not, we're not, you know, you know, running away from it either. We just keep telling, it's the greatest experience, you know, ever to be part of, you know, three, 400 girls out of 20,000 in the state that are playing volleyball. It's, it's the greatest experience in the world, but you gotta, you gotta work for it. Nothing's going to be given to you um, when it gets to section time and, and especially our section. So um we're just trying to get them to visualize it, but also realize it's, it's, you know, it's just not going to get handed to you at all. Sure. We talked last night to, to set this interview up and I mentioned that you, you mentioned rather that you're from Hibbing. So how, how does a Hibbing boy come to coach volleyball in the Metro area? What, what's the, uh, <laughs> what, what's that, what's that path and journey like? Well, um, you know, Hibbing is a, I mean, and my wife's from Hibbing and we grew up together, high school sweethearts and, um, you know, in the, in the late eighties and nineties. So I'm, I'm not a young pup anymore. Um, teaching jobs were hard to come by up, up North. Um, Cause it was the greatest place to grow up and raise a family and came down to, to work in the cities, you know, the big city. And um, 35 years later, we're still here and we love it. And um, it's, you know, I was, I'm a middle school science teacher and love sports and I, pick up on sports really well and somebody asked me about coaching volleyball in eighth grade and it was like I don't know anything about volleyball and um went and bought a couple books you know truth be told and um kind of self-taught myself and then um our school that I work at is connected strongly to Holy Angels as far as one of the feeder schools and the, the head coach Ted Reif um at the time called me and said come and talk to me and gave me a, a B squad coaching job. And I said, Ted, I know nothing about volleyball at this level. I'll teach you. And so um, next year I became his JV coach. And then I became the JV coach for six. I think I told you six other head coaches and I never applied for it. And, you know, at this time I was feeling pretty comfortable and I finally just said, well, why not me type of thing. And, 
sure. um, had a lot of parent support, a lot of school support. And here I am now, you know, 12 years later and um, still loving it, still loving, you know, what I'm doing is the school has been great uh, to me and the, the, the parents and the families, um, you know, they understand what, what I'm trying to achieve, you know, not just volleyball, you know, the off the court stuff's important and the relationships and the, you know, the connections that you're building, all that stuff. And um, knock on wood, it seems to be working, I guess. So. Well, I, I regret saving these questions for the end because it might fall flat instead of having a big finish. But do you do anything? Uh, you don't want to mess with streets if you're on one. And do you do anything uh, even quietly that, that maybe you haven't told your kids about? Maybe you wear the same socks to every match. Is there anything at all that you do to try to not create any karmic problems for the streak? Oh, the, obviously I do. Um, probably way more than I than I should admit, but um, there's oh, so this will little, be a big finish. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. There's there's just little. There's lots of little things, and and um, I, I so the, it's really weird. Um, at Holy Angels, the the boys' locker room is you know it's 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 connected to the gym, obviously, and um, during our state tournament runs during big matches. I would somehow walk through the boys locker room, you know, to go to the coaches room and stuff. I would always find coins on the ground. <laughs> and every time I found a coin, it's like, well, there's, it wasn't, sometimes it was a lucky penny. So it's like, so I, to this day, I walk around the locker room in hopes of, okay. And not looking for one or just looking for one in hopes of finding a coin, you know, thanks boys. And even on Tuesday, D's uh, the, the rival. I'm walking through the locker room, and there's a penny. I was like, "Okay, now now I'm good." Uh, <laughs> and if I don't if I don't find one, I, I'm okay. But it's in the back of my mind, like, "Dang it, I I didn't find anything today." You know, maybe I should plant something to to tell myself I found one, but I I don't do that. Um, but it's just when, when one of those things. And then there's certain things I do. There will be matches I'll look back on. Okay, what did I wear for this match? And then you know, oh. so I go, go on our huddle film. And it's like, okay, I wore this. I wore this. Um, and then I have a pen. I have a pen that I use every time we play. And then if we lose, I switch pens. <laughs> so <laughs> it's yeah. So it's it's a little weird, but uh, it works for me, I guess. I appreciate you coming through with the grand finale. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's that's fantastic. Well, Tom Emanuel. A volleyball coach, Holy Angel Stars, undefeated, 13-0 as of this recording. Uh, best of luck this weekend and the rest of the way, and hopefully we're talking again about uh, about a state tournament appearance for the Stars. That would be awesome. I appreciate you having me, David.